Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Do you believe I do not have a topic? (sighs) Not at all. But I am sitting here with my fantastic cup of tea. Um, I'm back to Blue Willow and the Bug Bite Oolong, which they call Bug Bite Black. Um, It's just got such a unique taste. It, It has to be probably one of my favorite teas right now. But I have this cup. And it says, don't treat me any different than you would the queen. Hello. I probably need to like make a t-shirt of this and uh, wear it. Ah, no. So how many of you guys are know or care about bohemian style? You know, all of my life, that has always been my style. Um, bohemian is kind of um, eccentric It is sometimes jeans and t-shirts, and sometimes it's crazy patchwork designs. Um, Tie-dye is sometimes considered bohemian, but that's kind of more hippie, and there is a difference. But uh, So I've been creating this atmosphere in my bedroom that's more bohemian. I have this bed. It's a pedestal bed, and I really like this bed when I got it. Tons of storage. And then I spent the night at my daughter's last week, and she has like a normal bed, you know, which probably most of you do. And, uh, oh my God, it was so nice to like just roll out of bed and put my feet right on the floor (laughs) and not have to like kind of slide off the bed. So I am, I'm going to be getting a normal bed, which means now I have to get nightstands because if you, uh, are into feng shui, everything has to be like um, pairs. You know, you can't have like one night table. That's just not cool. So you have to have two. And your bed should face north. The head of your bed should always be face like north. My bed is facing south. That's actually the worst. <laughs> so I'll be changing that as well. I'll let you know if there's much of a difference. I don't plan on really revolving my life about around the world of feng shui, but I find it interesting. I find that the culture, Asian culture, extremely interesting. Um, The way they eat, the herbs and things that they take to become healthy or to stay healthy. You know, Um, one of the lowest percentages of cancers and breast cancer and uh, they live longer So maybe we should stop eating an American diet and look at the Asian diet, which constitutes with a lot of rice. They also eat small meals, but they eat them more often. Their plates are smaller, smaller portions. Um, And not all Asians are thin and not all Asians are healthy. But I'm really, really just slowly learning more about the culture. You know, when you get older, you have this um, curiosity that you want to learn more. (laughs) But when you're in high school, you don't want to learn anything. (laughs) You just kind of want to party with your friends and your goal is just to get out of school and maybe go to college or or maybe, you know, find the love of your life and get married and start um, start your life. And then when you get older, everything kind of slows down and your kids grow up and they forget who you are. And you're left alone, and now you want to learn. And it's kind of ridiculous, you know, because what am I going to do with the knowledge that I've learned? You know, pass it on to the um, 
the inmates, and sometimes I do. Sometimes they listen. Sometimes they could care less. Sometimes they listen just because they think it's going to get them somewhere, and it's not. Uh, but I don't know. Just chatting today. But anyway, back to my bedroom. I'm taking you into my bedroom today, lucky people. So I have this way cool um, Mandela-style um, bedspread, which hardly ever gets put up on my bed because I have a spoiled cat who likes the sheets underneath the cover. So I leave the bed for her, you know. When I have company, I'm going to roll it up. I'm working on a lampshade at any given time in my life. You can come to my house, and I'm guaranteed to have at least one or two projects going. And right now, I am finishing up my lampshade, kind of tattered and bohemian style. Yeah. And then over on my right side, I have a um, a wall plaque that I made out of um, an Edgar Allan Poe book. And before all you book people start to um, send me messages. This book was already destroyed before I got it. Um, It's ancient. It had no cover, missing pages, so I put it to another use, and I actually did not throw out the pieces not used. I kept it. You know, I don't, I definitely don't believe in just tossing out good literature, and Edgar Allan Poe is one of my favorites. And if you must know the tale of the tell heart, or tell of the tail heart um, is my favorite. I remember reading that as a little girl. Um, my parents would drive like 45 minutes to an hour every Sunday to visit my grandmother until she passed away. And uh, I would read Edgar Allan Poe laying on the floor of the car. And yeah, I'd had that little hump in the middle. I'm not real sure how I endured that, but I did. And I seem to have, I remember liking it. I liked being on the floor. A lot of times when we traveled to visit my grandma, the conditions, road conditions were not good. My mother and father continually argued back and forth. It was not the most enjoyable family ride ever. And at times when I look back on my childhood, I am thankful that I'm adopted and that I don't have to possess any of those genes or characteristics in my body, even though I was, um, you know, raised by them for most of my life. But anyway, and in the kitchen, because I got myself a sewing machine and a sewing desk, which I found at Goodwill for $10 and it was wobbly and all I had to do was tighten the screws. And it's beautiful, that's Rango. You'll hear her a few times. She wants attention. She's laying on her back right now, showing me her belly, and she wants me to rub her head and ears. Yeah, they hear you. They do. Yeah. But anyway, um, my grandmother, my grandfather, let me put it this way. My grandfather was a handyman. He had this shed, and it had this, it was, the floor was, I'm assuming it was coal and oil. And it had a smell to it. It was a brick building. It was, uh, it may have been a garage, or I don't know if it ever was a garage, but it just had a man door. And I don't think that it had any windows that I can remember. But he would spend most of his time out there, and he would fix radios and 
do all kinds of things. So he made my grandma this really cool little wooden rocking chair with wooden um, spindles, three on each side, feng shui. In the middle was cushions that my grandmother had made and I had to replace them at one point and I'll be replacing them again soon. Um, And I always kept it. I kept that and a tattered old quilt that she had made. And I went downstairs yesterday and I got it out. And the wood, you know, it's that, um, the wood with the particle board in between the little pieces, the thin pieces of wood. I forget what they call that, but some of it has broken off a little piece and then other parts of it has separated. So I got my wood glue out this morning and I got a toothpick and I pushed in some wood glue and I've got it sitting there and I've got milsick out. If you don't know what milsick is, oh my gosh, it is the best thing for conditioning and reconditioning wood. It's better than anything. You, yes, it is. And um, so get yourself some. Used to come in a glass bottle. I was very disappointed that it is in a plastic bottle now. But I bought some of that a while ago for another project that I was doing. And so I put some Milsec on it and it's sitting out in the kitchen. And I'm telling you, this thing, I don't know, maybe 70, 80 years old. And it was so funny because I know a little bit about woodwork. Um, you know, tongue and groove, you know, where the, the wood has notches at the corners and they kind of fit together. <laughs> well, this doesn't. This, the, the box that is the little drawer in it, is just kind of like um, four pieces of wood glued together and it's a thumbtack but with a thumbtack with a, a longer um, little prong so I think it's an, an upholstery pin or I'm not sure what that is called but that's a little bit off center and pushed in there so anyway I am reconditioning this thing and I'm going to be putting it on my sewing machine cabinet and it will house my needles and pens and scissors and chalk and whatever else that I need and I kind of hollered out to my grandma and grandpa this morning and told them you know hey look at this and look at what I'm doing I don't know I know that we're energy and I know that when we die I just I don't believe the whole you know we float away to a good place or a bad place I just, I think we're energy and and maybe we do and maybe our souls do go somewhere else, but I kind of feel like, you know, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. I kind of feel like we return back to the element we were prior to our creation. And I kind of feel like we can, we can feel them and we can speak to them and I might be full of poo. I don't know, but it's kind of like how I feel. And even more so, I've been speaking to my relatives that have passed. And I I often wonder, because I'm sure you guys remember from one of my first episodes that I'm adopted. And so I have my parents, who are the people who raised me. Um, They adopted me, I believe, to save their marriage. And of course, that failed. And they ended up getting a divorce when I was in my 20s. So I'm not sure why they stayed together that long because it was so obvious that they didn't love each other. Um, All they did was fight. My father was a difficult man and all my mom wanted was love and attention. And of course, he could never give it. So, So I have my mom and my dad. 
and I know they're up there, out there somewhere. And my father and I didn't speak for the last few years of his life, and that's a whole nother story. But anyway, um, then I have another set of parents, and they don't, like, they aren't together. They weren't together. Um, It was an affair, and my birth father pretty much ignored my birth mother when she found out she was pregnant, and from what I'm gathering now, because I have met my two sisters, you know, I don't believe in the half crap. And, uh, I guess that they knew about me, but I guess, you know, those are just things sometimes people don't want to admit or deal with. And my mother was probably a bit of a crazy person. It appears that she had some problems, but anyway, they're both out there somewhere. And sometimes I wonder you know, like, like say you die and you don't know that you have a child. But then when you die, the Bible says that, you know, everything is revealed to you. You know, a lot of religions believe that everything is revealed to you at the time of death. So say you die and you realize you have a child. You know, most likely this would be a man because most likely the woman would realize she had a child. And hopefully. But what, what happens? Like, does he want to hover around? Does he want to know that child? Does he care? Can he care? I always kind of wonder stuff like that. So I speak to him sometimes. And I, and I wonder, and I have the cutest pictures of him when he was younger. He was so dapper. And I use that word because it just, some of his pictures are just adorable. And I actually have them on my Amazon um, my Amazon show and they come up every once in a while and I need to get my mom's pictures on there as well but I always wonder about stuff like that if you guys have any insight I would love to know I'd love to hear your ideas on the topic um, I don't want to hear the heaven or hell part of it I've lived that for 30 some years of my life I, I know that one inside out upside down um, I went to a church that I could pretty much battle a Jehovah's Witness on the Bible and I probably wouldn't win but I know I could give them a run for their money and I don't say that I'm not boasting or anything but it was just the type of church that I went to and uh, anyway and, and if you know a Jehovah's Witness they know the Bible inside out upside down twisted turned every which way I mean that's what they do that is they study the Bible So off the religion topic, oh my gosh, I realized a couple days ago, man, you guys really hit up one of my podcasts and I want to know why, because I thought it was because it was the inauguration, but uh, I put up a second half to it and like not as many like hits. So I'm wondering, hmm, sometimes I wonder people work find me and I've noticed on TikTok, you know, my... I'm just on TikTok for fun, and my posts went from like 40 to 146 overnight, and I'm like, yeah, they found me, you know? (laughs) I don't get a lot of views on TikTok because I just post senseless stuff. I don't, it's almost like just fun for me. I don't even relate it to my tea or anything else, Um, and I don't want to block it because, you know, who cares? Um, I work around a bunch of A personalities that... um, 
Well, I just won't even get into that. I try to stay away from that topic altogether. So that's about it. And I just wanted to say hi on this 26th day of January. Are you guys doing the 100 day challenge? Are you making a difference? I am. I'm trying. And that's about it. So you guys have a great night, great day, and get out there and be kind. Talk to you later. Thank you.